0: Welcome to Line 42, a podcast on web development and ways to improve it. And now your hosts, Dino and Igor.
1: Welcome to episode 12, Handling Rejections When Freelancing. So, hi Dino. Today we're talking about rejections and we all experience them, right? So what do you think, what types of rejections can actually happen when freelancing?
0: Yeah, I think all, uh, all kinds of of rejections. So starting from, from uh, client rejections in terms uh, of uh, uh, project ideas or, or or even deadlines. You propose a deadline and they reject that, or uh, and of course rejecting in in uh, more common sense is. Uh, you get rejected you don't get picked for for the project uh, cl- client finds somebody else to, to work on the project uh yeah but i think uh, it, rejection is is uh, is a very common thing in in any work uh, in, in in any business so uh i think it's an important topic uh, and uh, everybody should uh, i that that also like everything comes with experience but uh you need to we need to learn to to handle them productively or constructively how to say
1: yeah we Uh, we shouldn't take it personally yeah in most cases at least (laughs) right yeah of course that's the the big part because well we are human and in a lot especially at in the beginning uh you will probably take all those rejections personally, mm-hmm. unless there are some rejections of applications which you can actually expect, right? But if you're working with a team and it, like, I don't know, you have this great feature idea and you think that it's the best thing that it can be done, right? Mm-hmm. Or you want to work on a project uh, in your company, and you are rejected for those things you could actually take them personally while of course that's that's natural in a way but you definitely shouldn't you will you should actually if you're rejected you should i don't know you should ask why or or get some kind of feedback so you know what's what's wrong or what's right approach uh even for yourself, when working at that, I don't know, let's say, company or client. So yeah, you should always ask if they don't mind to explain why you sh- didn't, they didn't choose you for that particular f- project or why your future idea that do- wouldn't work. Because I mean, we worked in a company where we always were full of ideas on how to improve mm. even the processes uh, in the company. And also, I don't know, we had project, we had product ideas and stuff like that. And mm. we were, in most cases, they were rejected or they were approached in a way like, yeah, we will talk about it. I don't know, next week. And then next week comes and there's no word about it. Yeah. and that that actually sucked really really a lot because yeah. i mean those were ideas that we proposed that would actually even increase the revenue of the company which would mean for us that we'll have we will be paid for our work right yeah um and they would just just ignore it right and that really sucked but uh, after a few rejections, I I learned that it, maybe because we were we were just juniors there, so we were, were maybe a year there. Uh, but yeah, at first, I, I if if you if you take it personally, that's in a way natural. But but we experienced that, and you definitely shouldn't take any rejection personally uh, because sometimes your idea might actually be good but those in charge don't see it
0: yeah of course of course and, uh, and the re- really important point to to not take uh, rejections uh, uh, personally to not get upset upset because of that and even if you do take it personally i think uh, everybody should have some process to 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 rationalize uh, out uh, himself out out of that because it's uh, rejections are, are just um, part of of life in every sense. I mean, in school is where you first learn uh, 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 learn to to handle uh, rejections because you need to follow the rules. And when you're young, you have all kinds of ideas uh, what would be good to do now and stuff. It it of course. Uh, everything that depends on the personality type uh, some some are more quiet and more uh, accepting of of following the rules others like me then uh, weren't i <laughs> so so I, and uh, to get back on the on the topic of of, of rejections uh, yeah I, and i think uh, from each rejection you learn something but some are more important than others and some i think you should treat uh, you should uh, you should accept and, and move forward. And others, you should think if you should accept. So I will explain what I mean. So, if you get re- rejected for for a project idea, that's just how it goes. Stakeholders are are stakeholders. That's why they call it. That's why they are called that way because they they are the ones that decide on the strategy and. and, and They they are executives in that sense, so it's it's natural to get rejected from them, and I don't think anybody should should be should uh, should feel bad because of that. Uh, But let's say you ask for a raise, and you know you're a good uh, worker, you know that you uh, everything is is uh, you're producing everything uh, like you should, and you get rejected, and then I think. you should ask yourself is it worth it to, to still work here and of course reasons are also important if yeah. if if company doesn't have money or if if it's not uh, we we discussed this in one of the previous top, uh, previous uh, episodes uh, if if you ask in a wrong uh, wrong time yeah. then then you need to wait for a year or stuff like that but if you get rejected then everything is great uh, from your side, then you should ask yourself why and and act accordingly. So, uh, one thing is not to take uh, rejection personally, another another thing is not to have a good reaction to the rejection. Uh, if if you uh, so if you if you are rejected and uh, and you know you shouldn't in quotes, uh, then then you should act accordingly. I think, and uh, yeah, yeah, so types of rejections. I think that. Um, uh it it's really di- it's 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 really different uh, uh so as you said if if something has to do with you personally like a raise then this is ho- totally different thing because uh we all know how uh, get getting paid is why we work to be yeah. honest we also like to like you and i both enjoy our work but the main thing why we work is to, is to get paid so that kind of rejections are, are are topic on themselves, and I think yeah, they
1: are more personal and more more personal in nature, on, yeah. yeah, yeah, and and more focused on your career. So you you could say that you there are different types of rejections, and you can categorize them in career opportunities yeah. or something like that. And then there are other rejections such as client, uh, not like a client, but more of a client milestones or client pro, client pro or product rejections. So those when you are rejected for features or your ideas, which, which in a way won't actually affect your career, it will, you would, as a developer or a different type of freelancer, you would want to work on that because it's challenging, but in a way it, it won't actually uh, affect your career in in a big way so those are I don't know those, those are the rejections that you might actually not even care about and the other category is the personal rejections where it's the so those are I don't know uh, your hourly rates or your monthly salary raises so if you're rejected on that if you are rejected, I mean that's connected for I I don't know, a better position in the company. So you are still yeah. a junior developer, but you were working for them. You are working for them for five years or re- already, and you want to move up, mm-hmm. and you are yeah. constantly rejected without feedback. So those are personal because that actually is a career change for you. And uh, I mean, of course, the other stuff are like when you are trying to get a new job or work on a new project, for example, I don't know, you apply on Upwork. So those are in somewhere in between because they shouldn't affect you personally, like emotionally, Yeah. but uh, they will still can affect your career. So Yeah you need to learn how to handle such rejections such as, I don't know, you apply for a job and they, in in many ways, you don't, you might not even hear from them, but uh, those that do email you back and tell you that you weren't accepted or something like that, you should definitely ask them why. So in a way, try to find out what made them, choose another one why did they choose another one of course they don't have to tell you but some might so you could learn that i don't know that person was more approachable like i don't know they emailed you both on something and he was right there right away of course that's also luck because you might not have seen the email but he was or she was too much faster on stuff like that and they like that or they didn't like i don't know that you had a lot of projects that were unfinished so maybe you should um un- unpublish such stuff because yeah. even though you know yeah that's the that just side projects that that you worked on as an ideas that you want to try out uh, but if they are public some companies might see them as something that uh, as as a characteristic of your personality so in a way you start a lot of projects but you never finish them so maybe that's also a reason and yeah. it might be a stupid reason but it might have cost you I don't know a few thousands of dollars per month salary
0: yeah yeah and uh, you need to uh, uh, it, it it could lead to, uh, for you to learn about yourself because uh, uh we, we think we understand ourselves but uh, those, those, this is a great example of how you ask for feedback totally objective uh, side or person and if they do decide to, to reply it's really useful information because you see yourself, uh, you're not, you're subjective for sure and you could ask somebody in your environment your friends and but they are also subjective uh, for sure so it's 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 really good and uh, yeah yeah so in in a classic sense rejections uh, toughen you up and i think important subject here is to distinguish between those two categories (laughs) Uh, to know when you need to just say okay it will be okay and not take it personally and as i said earlier and recognize those kinds of rejections that if you just accept them you're not doing yourself a favor so those are maybe
1: yeah if if you just accept them without any further i don't know investigation Investigation, why uh you are doing a disservice to yourself and your career yeah or,
0: or even reject the rejection it's always an option yeah. because, in, especially when, when freelancing or when uh, when you have a multiple clients or if in, in in web development in programming in general, it's so much we are in so much demand these days that we could reject a rejection. Uh, let's say for a raise, you ask for a raise uh, and you get rejected, then you can reject that. And yeah. maybe in some in some situations that's a valid thing to do. So it's uh, uh, sure. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's a it's a complicated subject. So it yeah, like yeah. always, like any episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, can. yeah.
1: You you can't just. Yeah, I mean, you you can give an advice like, yeah, if that client doesn't want to, I don't know, raise your hourly rate by two dollars, just don't work for them. I mean, don't take such advice. You know, the best for yourself. But for sure. it, it's a it's a good thing to to have that in mind in a way, right? Because for example if there are one-off clients uh like i don't know even a client approaches you maybe and they tell you uh we have this 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 and you uh, uh, tell them i don't know that's a project for five thousand dollars one-off and they just say no we have a budget of two thousand right It's much easier to reject them completely. But if you are working with a retainer client and such client is you're, I don't know, working with such client for years and when you say, Hey, I'm raising my hourly rates by $5. So I don't know, let's say it's $40. Now you're charging 45 every new client and they'll say, well, we can't do that. I mean, it's, we, we can't, um, we don't have that in our budget. Well, that's a different type of rejection, right? I mean, as we discussed in earlier episodes, such you might actually uh, handle that differently, right? You can say, okay, I'll stay with you for another year, or but will it be possible for you to, increase my hourly rate um, in the next i don't know budget discussion at the end of the year or something like that and then you'll see how they'll approach it maybe they'll say no we just don't want to increase your hourly rate or yes we will check it out talk to us i don't know a month before just remind us of that so we can include that in their discussion that's fine that's uh, a good client that actually takes your thoughts uh, as well and, and want to, want to continue to work with you. But if, if a client will, no, we, we want, we will stay on, on that early rates and that's it. No further discussions. Well, then that's a rejection that you should definitely think about. And maybe, I don't know, try to, through side projects and stuff like that, get another una- different uh, another retainer clients that are on a bigger hour rate because you won't be even this the the five, I don't know, for example, the five dollar raise. You may want to, I don't know, in two years, three years increase it even more, maybe 50. And then you're actually losing $10 per hour. And if you work for 40, 40 hours for that client uh, a week, I mean that's not that's I don't know one thousand and six hundred dollars per month, which is not a small amount, right? So you yeah. basically you will lose I don't know fifteen sixteen thousand dollars per year or more.
0: Yeah, and if if you
1: not... yeah, and if you try to find another client that's willing to pay you that. Uh, it's a much better choice even though you work for them much less yeah. you know maybe 30 uh, 30 hours per week so and and you bas- basically you will work 30 hours per week and you'll earn pretty much the same so you have more free time for you so that's yeah. a rejection such rejections should definitely be taken into account much earlier and think about it and see what are the other ways of of dealing with that.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and I think uh, uh, we learn from rejections either way. But it's it's good to 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 have a reflection or contemplation on, on, on that topic when that happens, and uh, and especially those other kinds of rejection that you you explained. Uh, it's it's really important to learn to learn from them and. Uh, uh, yeah yeah so so, to, so we can summarize our points. Uh, there are uh, uh, more personal rejections and less personal rejections and uh, uh, those that are uh, uh, you learn from both but what from those that are uh, uh, that you objectively don't think uh, uh, are valid, you need to either act or... Or do further investigation to see what you maybe did wrong and you didn't uh, you didn't realize uh yeah what what else i'm i'm thinking what uh, uh, some quick summary of what we said
1: Uh, i mean we we can just just you have those that can uh, if you don't do anything with that can affect your career Yeah, and those that won't. Stuff like the the rejections that actually won't affect your career in a big way are stuff like product or feature ideas. Yeah. um, Ideas on how to improve the company and stuff like that. I mean, they won't affect you because if you go freelancing, it doesn't matter to you much in a way. And those that will affect your career are rejections from hourly raises, salary raises, uh, rejections from retainer clients and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. And also maybe one thing we didn't mention is maybe uh, 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 you, you mentioned the uh, hierarchy or if you're still a junior after five years, but there is also, I, I remember uh uh, in in uh our first company where where we worked together uh, i would call that a tech 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 stack rejection so you have some some great idea how to approach something and you're really exciting about excited about that and then it's just no we we cannot use that yet it's not stable or or we don't know that or stuff like that so rejection can come in any in, in, in many ways so i remember that feeling when you research something and you see that it's really good option for, for something but you get rejected. So those are also uh, also uh, sometimes hard but yeah you, you need to uh, you need to learn to, to handle uh, all those and another point I wanted to make is that uh, with free, when freelancing and freelancing it's 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 more common to get rejected but also it's it's not a, such a big deal when you get rejected. There are really some rejections that are that are bad. So I remember uh, a few years back when it was uh, really a crisis in offshore business. I know uh, a couple of uh, people, guys that that work there, and they were and they had great salaries. The, and th- they lived. <laughs> they have their uh, way of life was uh, expensive. Well, was way more expensive than than usually in in Croatia, and then with, when something like that happens, I think that's a really bad rejection, and it's not easy to to uh, to handle to, to handle that one. That's why that's that's why my point with freelancing uh, in in freelancing you get rejected often, but you're used to it, and it's it's normal, uh, especially if you work with a lot of clients. So uh, so far, you and I, we, we don't have i don't know hundreds of clients we work with with few of the clients that uh, f- for for many years now but some freelancers are working with many many clients and then you're you just get rejected yeah the and time. they
1: are <laughs> when you're working with a lot of clients i guess most are a type of a one-off client or a client that's there every few months yeah. uh, when we are mostly working with, uh, I don't know, uh, retainer type clients when we are always there. So in a way, we are like a team, a part of the company, even though we are freelancers so uh, contractors yeah. or something. Contractors, yeah. yeah. So it's definitely different. But for us, when we have such clients, it's definitely uh, not an not an easy way to get rejected and handle that when it's, I don't know, uh, hourly rate raise or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But definitely when freelancing, you have a lot of options. And the best way to handle rejection is to anticipate it before. So you actually have different ways of handling that. So, and that's, I think that we will talk about that in a different, in the next episode, in a future one. And that's uh, to be prepared before even being rejected. And that's, maybe that's more of a way to dealing with uh, being laid off or yep. losing a job. But definitely when, when you have a few options, I don't know, product businesses, courses, or different clients, uh, and every rejection that happens to you, it's much easier to handle because yeah, you have leverage like yeah you have leverage on that and you you can you can have a few months off and you won't feel it like a financial burden that you're not i don't know working for a client but yeah if you are in need of money uh, every rejection is painful and i experienced that as well when you are in, in need of any job, you will do anything, even for a low hourly rate, just to get some money, then it's much harder to handle those rejections. But in that way, for example, let's have let's have an example for a proposal of rejections. Like, I don't know, I applied to upwork on a few jobs. And I didn't get any. And in fact, on such platforms, you don't have, you don't get, I don't know, the, the client won't tell you why they rejected you. They just, choose, they have chosen another developer and that's it. So you don't have any feedback. But what? how I, uh, in my way, my personal experience, I would take all those projects that were, that I didn't get, I would reread. Reread the, the descriptions and everything there there is. And then I'll actually blog about it. Or I will note it down in, I don't know, today you have Notion or stuff like that. No. Note everything down, skills uh, and stuff like that. And then try to search for such, I don't know, they are looking for a Laravel developer that worked with Stripe. Okay. Laravel working with Stripe. What are the articles? How can I show there? How can I be on Google? And stuff like that. Maybe through GitHub, you don't have to have a blog. Maybe you can have a few projects on, um, on Laravel with Stripe on GitHub, and they will find you like that. So in a way, when you are rejected from such proposals, you need to take account for skills descriptions and everything and then look in different ways on how to look for different ways on how to put yourself out there so that client next time he may search your name and they will see that you have worked with such projects already or you have experience with it and it's much easier to get on the next job so that's another way of handling such rejections
0: yeah, for, so for, for proposal rejection, those are great points. You, you, you said uh, it, those rejections are uh, you, you have many actions you could take to, to so that there is a less chance you will get rejected again. Uh, I, yeah. I, I agree completely with, with that. And uh, yeah, uh, I don't think uh, do you think we have more? Yeah,
1: uh, I mean, it, yeah. only if you have anything other to share.
0: Or... To be honest, this week was uh, was a bit crazy privately, so I didn't I didn't spend too much time. I, w- I only worked and and dealt with that situation. But uh,
1: other than that, new. Uh, yeah, well, nothing, not too much to share. I uh, still I'm still working on that one client, so my SAS is paused or our SAS. Hopefully, mm-hmm. we'll continue that in a week, maybe of. Yeah. Uh, on the weekend, I will might, might work on it a little bit, uh, but yeah, I'll see. And that's that's about it, no, nothing much, much to share. Although, another tip that I want to share at the end of this episode is, if you're a freelancer and you don't have a blog, create one today. Why? Because actually, now at the time of speaking, of recording this episode, in the past week i got two or three potential projects just from my blog so that's pretty powerful if you want to be able to handle rejections easily hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah or or to avoid
1: rejection or or that because those yeah. that, con- that came through my blog they already trust me yeah so that's complete so yeah that's another Quick tip for any freelancer: create a blog and write everything you learn about. Yeah, I
0: I agree, and you gave me that advice of some time ago, and I think maybe it's time to to, to start that now. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's. I think it's a it's a great uh, online presence. is is everything these days. Uh, so yeah,
1: yeah, I agree. So I guess that's that's it right uh thank you everybody for listening this i hope you learned something or got get any new ideas on how you can actually handle rejections and talk to you next week bye yeah bye thank you for listening watch for bugs on line 42